Hey everybody, Alexa here and welcome back to Murder in the Mountains. This week we have a brand new co-host, Donna, with us today. Hello. And we are going to tell a, I guess only our second case that takes place overseas. So this week's case takes place in Lincolnshire, England in 2016. 14-year-old Kim Edwards lived in Lincolnshire with her mother Elizabeth and her 13-year-old sister Katie. Kim's biological father had abandoned the family when she was a baby, and Elizabeth got remarried to a man who was physically abusive and a drug addict. So Elizabeth had spent time in various women's shelters with her children trying to escape the abusive relationship, but her relationship with Kim um, was not ideal either. So her relationship with her oldest daughter. Okay. Back in 2006, when Kim was six years old, her mother uh, punched her in the face during an argument. And this was not like a typical occurrence. And Elizabeth was so shocked with herself that she reported herself to child services. Oh, the mom did. The mom did. She's like, I punched my child. She said, I'm crazy. Oh, yeah. So she like, yeah, she turned herself in. Yeah, that's not good. So Kim and Katie were temporarily placed in foster care while an investigation took place. But the family was reunited a short time later. So Kim was convinced that Elizabeth liked her sister more than her. So she felt left out. Okay. Like that was her whole issue with her mom, basically. And whether or not that's true... I don't know, but if you have, like, one child that you argue with all the time and one that you don't argue with all the time, maybe you like that other child a little bit more, you know? It doesn't mean you love them any less. I mean, maybe it's personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe they're just too similar. Yeah. And they just, you know, don't click. So, unsurprisingly, things did not get better as Kim grew up. She would constantly threaten to run away. Elizabeth would say horrible things to her daughter, like just to intentionally hurt her feelings. So it was a hot mess. In 2013, when Kim was 11, she told social workers that her mother had tried to strangle her. Oh. When they investigated, Elizabeth and Katie both denied that this happened, so they closed the case. So both both sisters said that never happened. Elizabeth, the mom. The mom. Oh, okay. Right. And then Katie, the other sister, were like, no, this didn't happen. So even if like, I don't know if it did or not, but I'm assuming there were no marks or any other evidence to like, you know, go with it. I mean, if you've got the other sibling on your side saying with the mom. Right. So then she's like, oh, great. You know, if it did happen, like she just strangled me and now they're taking each other's sides. And now what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. You know, not much you can do in that one. Exactly. So not long after, Elizabeth put Kim on an emergency psychiatric hold after finding a suicide note in her bedroom. But no actual, like, suicide attempt was made. Okay. Once an evaluation had been made, they determined that there was no troubling mental issues, so she was released. And she's still with this man that she remarried, right? No, that's gone. Okay. She left him, like, they went to shelters, whatever. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So this takes us to 2015. Kim is 14 and is placed in a class with kids with behavioral issues. And like they literally called it the behavioral class. So just imagine being that child who goes to the, was that you? (laughs) That was me in high school. It wasn't like, it wasn't like this is the crazy kid. It was like, this kid is a little crazy, but not. Not psyche. Not like bad. Just bad. It was just like, we got to calm this one down. (laughs) She's well. (laughs) Like back in my day, they literally had a separate school 
I can't yeah. remember what it was called, but they uh, would like send troubled. Was kids. it called the juvenile? We had one. I think it was called the juvenile center or. I thought that was like juvie, mm-hmm. like jail. No, I think it was. I don't know. I cannot I remember called, what it was called. No, I don't remember. But we had one too. But I want to say it was called like the juvenile center, but it was like troubled teens kind yeah. of. Yeah. So I feel bad for whatever teacher had to deal with that. Um, because when Kim was first put into that class, she saw a boy throwing a literal chair across the room, like in a fit of rage. Hmm. And like he was just throwing a temper tantrum. And right then she's like, yes, I love this boy. What? Like this is, I have to have him. So we're just slowly finding out that Kim is the issue here. Kim may be the issue. Okay. So, this boy's name was Lucas Markham, and he was also 14. His childhood was also less than awesome. His parents divorced when he was four years old after having an abusive relationship. After the divorce, his parents were unable to care for the children for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know why they could together, but they couldn't separate. I don't know. Uh, Like maybe financially or? Maybe. So him and his brothers were put into foster care Okay. until their aunt took them in later that same year. When he was five, his mother died of cancer, and he had a basically non-existent relationship with his alcoholic father. Despite all of this, Lucas was incredibly smart in school, but he had some deep-seated anger issues that took hold and landed him in the behavioral class. I mean, clearly we see that as the chair goes flying through the classroom. Uh, Across the room. He was also known to start fights with other students, and he also got into fist fights with teachers. Oh, God. It's got to be hard to be a teacher. Which, yeah, back in my day, you would have just been expelled. Listen. You're not going to special school for that. You're getting out of here. Dude, my dad would come up to the school. Like, I'll take care of it. Yeah, I've got this. Like, this will no longer be an issue. You got a paddle in your office, principal? (laughs) Because it's going to meet her butt. Call a pep rally and I'll do it in front of everybody. In the whole school. (laughs) Where's the cheerleaders? Cheering the shit on. (laughs) Count out loud how many I do. Yes. No. Oh, God. Yeah. So, like I said, Kim saw Lucas throw a chair across the room and just knew it was love. Oh, God. So the teens became inseparable. And of course, Elizabeth, Kim's mom, was like, oh, heck no. So we're slowly finding out that maybe Elizabeth is not so bad. Like she's doing her best. She's like, girl, what are you doing? Yes. So she tried to convince her daughter to break up with him, but she hates her mom and is in love with Lucas, you know? So obviously that was not going to happen. So... Elizabeth forbids Lucas from coming to their house, forbids Kim from going, you know, to his house, and even went as far as calling the school to tell them to keep the kids apart. Okay. I mean, that's good parenting. Right. It's like, what you know, I'm doing what I can. Yeah. So, obviously, they just sneak out to see each other. Mm. You know, did she think they were just going to be like, oh, shucks. Like my mom said, no. We guess we can't I mean, see each other. Isn't that the hard part about parenting? Yes. You think you're doing the best for your child. And then there's a window that unlocks and they're just sneaking out in the middle of the night. Yep. Mm. Exactly. So in October of 2015, Kim and Lucas ran away. It took six days to find them camping in a forest of a nearby town. 
Oh, God. They just snuck out. I mean, six days, they were probably like, we are in the clear. They're never going to find us. I feel like, what is it, 48 hours? They swear 48 hours and you're never, which I think that's only if you're kidnapped. If you're kidnapped, yeah. But still, if six days in the woods, these Mm -hmm. kids. How are you surviving? Yeah. Like, how are you surviving? What are you living off of? Yeah, I don't just see them as cans a hunting. Of beans. Yeah, <laughs> cans of beans. Vienna sausages, spam. I mean, my I kid know. could live off Vienna sausages, but not for six days <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the woods. And I don't know. I guess they were just living their best life. So Elizabeth was pissed, and she banned Kim from ever seeing Lucas again. Because that worked so great the first the f- time. Exactly, worked so great. And like, what are you like? What are you going to do? Like, we just kind of talked about that. Like, if you ban them. They, you know, are just going to sneak out and do it behind your back. But if you just let them and he's a little hooligan and then they're steering your child down the wrong path. Yeah. And then they, you know, go to jail or whatever. It's like you're trying to do your best. But what are you going to do? And this is like a big fear of mine. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like I have a friend who has the greatest relationship with her 15 year old, almost 16 year old, 16 year old daughter. And I like they tell each other everything. And I feel like if she was to ban her child from something, no matter how great their relationship is, when you put that ban on something, you're like, oh, it's a little more enticing now. Yeah, I think I'm like, gonna just... I was going to break up with them anyway, but now I'm not. Now I need to know why it's banned. Yeah. It's like when things are illegal, you just need to like soft illegal things, not like hard drugs, <laughs> but like, well, you're not supposed to cross somebody in a double yellow line but mm-hmm. it's a straight road yeah what's gonna happen if i pass this old lady on a sunday like <laughs> and then a car pulls out right like, exactly yeah. like you think it's fine until it's not until it's not exactly and it's just i don't know we both are only six years away oh, from our daughters oh. being this age and it's like ugh, what do you do what do you do i hope we never have to find out because it's a scary situation So, a few months later, in March of 2016, Kim attempted suicide by taking a bunch of painkillers. Oh, gosh. She uh, she was made to see a psychiatrist after this and told the doctor that because she's not allowed to see Lucas as much as she wants, you know, because at this point she's still sneaking out to see him, sees him at school, whatever. Her life was a living, walking hell. Um, She also talked about how much she hated her mother. She said, I want to get revenge for the way she treats me. I do not feel anything for my mother. Oh, that's your typical sociopath. Like, just no feelings. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's your biggest red flag. No feeling. I don't feel anything. She's like, I feel nothing for my mother. Nothing. Do not care about her. I mean, it doesn't even matter how bad a relationship you can have with your mom. You can still feel something. Something. But when you have that complete lack of empathy or anything. nothingness yeah oh you just i mean you know something bad something bad's about to happen mm-hmm. like probably right now and elizabeth said like like her mother said about them like they're ticking time bomb like waiting to just well, yeah off. i mean we saw him throw the chair well we didn't see him we heard him throw the chair and i mean and why was that the first thing that attracted you to him i know right? why mm, i mean they're let's be honest we're all young teenagers we like the bad boy but like we like the bad boy that just kind of smarts off to the teacher or has like really funny yeah not so not not a criminal yeah not a criminal but like you know or anger issues those bad jokes that kind of like walk the line of being like a little risky yeah 
for 14 year olds, mm -hmm. but not oh, five yeah. teachers and thrown chairs. Exactly. That's just too much. So a few days after this, Lucas told Kim that he wishes he could just kill Elizabeth. <laughs> what? Yeah. Just like, man, I wish we could just kill your mom. Like, you know, when she's out of the way, then we could be together. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Easy peasy. Solution solved. Don't think about consequences because you're 14. Like, obviously, you're going to get away with it. And Kim did not see this as a red flag that, like, a normal person would. Like, you joke about killing my mom and maybe I'm like, I see now. That you're crazy. Yeah. Like, maybe my mom was right. Yeah. She was like, haha, yeah, that'd be great. You know, joking around. No, but then, it's like, dang. I mean, dang, I wish your mom wasn't in the picture. Like, I wish you lived with... Somebody I wish else. we were 18 and could move out. Yeah, not, hey, let's kill your mom. Yeah, like if she was dead. And you ever thought about was, that? If she was dead, we could be together. That's just not, oh gosh. Yep. That's, oh, that's a lot. So this joke evolved into a full-blown plan. No, they didn't. So just a month after her suicide attempt, at midnight on April 13th, 2016, the two teenage lovebirds decided to put this plan in action. Oh. Lucas walked 30 minutes to Kim's house with a bag of kitchen knives that he stole from his aunt's house. How many kitchen knives do you need? I mean, really, that, it just takes one. That's <laughs> literally what I have written down here. I'm like, first of all, how many knives do you need? Why do you need a bag of knives? Yeah. Like, listen, dude, she might fight you off. So maybe two. She might fight you off. She's an old If you want one in each hand. Or like one in your back pocket. Yeah. Not like we're planning anything, but just like, you know, theoretically, we've seen enough scary movies. And I feel like I've never heard of a killer bringing, like, unless you're Dexter, you know, he just yeah, unravels he his whole thing. And he had a. He was very smart. Yeah. His, he had like, a thing going. The saran wrap. Yeah. Like, I had a thing for Dexter back in the day. <laughs> But, I mean, it was all bad guys. It wasn't like... Right. Mothers who are just want the best for their daughter. God forbid. We don't want you to end up with a lunatic. Yeah. Like, even if you're a lunatic. Yeah. I mean... Oof. So, like, second, imagine waking up, like, his aunt being like, where are all my knives? Where did my I, knives know, go? <laughs> Why is my whole kitchen <laughs> block gone? <laughs> Wakes up to cut a piece of toast. Yeah. Wait a minute. He, he took the butter knives. Yeah. He took all of them. They're all gone. There, he's like, this one might be dull. I don't know. I don't know. I'll get her in the eyeball. So anyway, he gets to Kim's house and knocks on her window three times, which is their secret knock. Very Ooh, original. It's a super signal. Yeah. And Kim went and let him in, you know, with his big bag of knives. And they went through the bathroom window. Wait, why didn't he just go through her bedroom window? Or the front door. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like... I don't have answers. The window. Aren't bathroom windows always so small? Small. You're probably having to clink and clack over they're, the toilet. Yeah, and they're always higher up. Yeah. Because, like, you know, people take their clothes off in the bathroom. Right. You know, you they're usually, like, neck high. Yeah. They really thought this through, though. This is a very well-thought-out plan. They're clearly 14. Yeah. So, Kim then led Lucas to her mother's room, where he put a pillow over her face and stabbed her repeatedly in the neck. Oh, so Elizabeth was clawing and scratching and fighting for her life while this 14-year-old boy was sitting on top of her, smothering and stabbing her. Oh, gosh. And Kim was not taking part in the actual murder, but she was in the room with Lucas. Yeah, she helped plan it. She said, even though her voice box was stabbed, I think I heard her say, get off me. 
She also added that it took about 10 minutes for her mom to die. No. Oh, gosh. 10 minutes that she just stood there watching him kill her and did nothing to stop it. Dude, like, at that point, no matter how how mad you are at your mom, nothing in you said, oh, shit. This is... Like, snapped you out of it. Oh, my God. That's my mom. Like... That's still your mom. She gave birth yep. to you. And you could hear her talking, gasping. Get off of Gurgling. Me. Can you imagine? Yeah. No. Oh, God, that's awful. So the plan was for Kim to kill Katie, but apparently... Wait, that's the sister, right? Correct. We haven't heard from Katie in a while, so... No, Katie's just like minding her own business over here, maybe getting along better with their mom, and she hated her for oh, it, gosh. you know? Yeah, this was the one she thought. Got along better with her mom. Correct. Okay, because it was just the two. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, like, after seeing her mom die, she had a panic attack. You didn't... You didn't have a pain. Okay, wait. What? You're having a pain attack now. Correct. Not in the 10 minutes that you said watching her die. When your mom is sputtering, get off me. You're just standing there. But then... But I mean, at least her little sister, hopefully, lives. Well, God, the look you're giving me, I'm guessing somebody gets her but geez what is wrong with people yeah so lucas now had to also kill katie because you know that panic attack well that's just freaking great i mean (sighs) and i mean this is their story so i just find it hard to believe that she even had a panic attack she probably was just like you know what you do it maybe i can get all you know i'm gonna claim innocence like he was, I had nothing to do with it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm only 14. As is he. So nice try, sister. I don't, if you can plan to kill someone and then, I mean, like plan to kill somebody, but like plan it and then follow through. Nah, dude. After standing there for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. And planning <laughs> it for weeks. Planning it for weeks. And sneaking them into your house. All I can think about is like her saying she thinks she can hear her mom and like, sputtering through blood like what yeah yeah these kids i mean dude red flags and for her to have been evaluated and not found any mental issues is kind of wild well i mean like we talked before like the the no empathy like no feelings like sociopath kind of like i can get them saying okay well she's a kid she's had like traumatic response this is typical because they're just going to say, like, I don't feel anything. And I don't know if you can even diagnose, like, sociopathy, mm-hmm. if you will, like, that early. Because oh. you know you have to be, like, a certain age. I'm not sure. to diagnose you with certain things. I don't know. I'm not sure. But. You can I mean, say sociopathic tendencies at least. It, at least tendencies. And I feel like, you know, you can't really red flag children. Because, I mean, they're still kids. They're still kids. And their emotions and. Yeah. And they're yeah. gonna. What it, how was your day at school? It was fine. What'd you learn? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's hard. It's probably hard for, and then we're hard on social workers because, right. you know, they're just doing the best they can. They're like, mm-hmm. well, they're kids. Let's give them a little bit of time. But because you don't want, I mean, you don't want to take them away. You no. don't want to. Yeah. You know, you want the best for them. But in this case, when she said, oh my gosh, she had felt nothing for her mom. She mm-hmm. clearly meant it. Clearly meant it. Yeah. So Lucas walked into Katie's room and just like Elizabeth, he put a pillow over her face and stabbed her multiple times in the neck. Does it say how many times? Like, gosh. I mean, oh. And Lucas said, I thought I stabbed her, but I'm not 100% sure. It was her or the mattress. 
And then I smothered her face with a pillow, too. Wait, what? Like, you you stabbed the mattress multiple times, or you stabbed her? How do you not know? Are your I'm eyes clearly... closed? Like, what are you doing? So is he trying to get off with the second murder at this point, or? I don't know. Kim then said, I thought it would have been better for my sister to die, too. I was not killing my sister out of anger, and I miss her. But I was excited about killing my mother, and I was looking forward to it. Whoa. So now that you have heard like some details in their own words about the murder, what do you think they did after the murder? Oh, gosh. I mean, they already ran away for six days in the woods. I don't know. At this point, oh, God, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. What are you going to do? Just I'll tell you. I'll tell you what they did. So part of their plan was that they were going to commit suicide together because then they could be together forever. What? Like very Romeo and Juliet. Nah, dude. But if that was your plan, just do that. Why didn't you And don't kill somebody else. Dude, because then at that point, like, I mean, her mom would obviously, as any mother would be distraught, she can at least say, I mean, she can't say anything great. She can go, okay, well, you know, I can move on from this. Eventually it'll be horrible to live with but but you'd be alive you'd be alive your other daughter would be alive yeah but don't worry they didn't kill themselves oh jesus of course (laughs) they didn't because if they killed themselves then they weren't truly together exactly Ugh, they're in the woods eating beanie weenies aren't they worse oh shit (laughs) so um instead they took a bath together you know you got to get that blood off is this in the family home correct oh jeez And I feel like I would take a shower because otherwise you're like bathing in their blood, but maybe that's something they're into. And it, oh, yuck. So first was a bath and then they had sex. And then they had ice cream. And so what, like, I mean, they're 14 years old. Correct. Committed murder. Correct. Having sex. Correct. And they're, I mean, the... Ice cream is obviously a child. Yeah. Like, what in the freaking crap is going on? Well, then. This isn't real. It is unfortunately real. So then they put on Twilight. Shut the (laughs) freaking front door. You know what? And they just cuddled and watched all of the Twilight movies. Shut up. No, all of them? I mean, at least a lot of them. How many were there in 2016? Four? Three? I never watched Twilight, so I don't even know. I mean, there was quite a few at that point. Oh, my gosh. So, you kill your mom. Well, you didn't. Your boyfriend. You watch your boyfriend kill your mom. Then you watch your little sister. Like, oh, God. And you take a bath. You're just bathing in blood at this point. Ice cream. Or sex, ice cream, whatever. I mean, at least if you're going to watch movies. Why the fuck is it Twilight? Watch The Godfather. Like, I mean, really. Get, like, a movie with some taste. Get a good some movie. Some substance. Or something. Well, that's something. because they're 14. Yeah. And, I mean, at that point in life, you're like, we're like Bella and Edward. I'm going to watch you go sparkle in the sunlight while you just <laughs> massacred my family. You're the best. You're just great. And they literally <sighs> did all of this for two days. Two days? In a house with two dead bodies. Shut. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Did, what? Nobody real. I mean, granted, I mean, it could, what did they say? It takes like a couple of days before people to realize. 
Yeah. You're not going to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're in her, in her home. home. Yes. For two days. With these two bodies. I'm just like, don't they start, like, at least, I mean, come Smelling. on. Smelling. Don't they smell by now? Yeah. What? I mean, at least go to the woods. Go back to the woods. Run away. Camp out. Yeah. At least. Flee. At least Do flee. something. Yeah. Like, they're clearly adolescents at this point. Which, I mean, granted, older people have done that, too. Like, you know. Just hung out in the house? Hung out in the house. Or I mean, safety. maybe. I mean, probably. Probably. I feel like I've seen it on a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. And those are real. And, I mean, <laughs> clearly. Clearly. So. Two days. Yes. After, in the house. So, after not being at school or at home Thursday or Friday. Oh, so I mean, they're in England. So, the school year goes. It's not year yeah. round, but it's a lot no, well, longer. This is in April. So, the school's yeah, yeah. still going on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lucas's aunt files a missing persons report, but tells the police to start the search at Kim's house. Like, if he's anywhere, he's probably with her. He's with his girlfriend. Exactly. They run away together before. Oh, well, shoot. His aunt was on to something. Yeah. Good for her. So, police knock on the door, but the teens refused to let them in. Did they say they were home? Like, did they were just quiet? I, I don't know if they saw them through the window or if they were just like, go away. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> So the police forced themselves in, you know, yeah, forced okay. their way in. And that's when they found Kim and Lucas just hanging out in the living room, cuddled up, watching one of the Twilight movies. Oh, they're still watching the series by now. Yeah. Two days later. Yeah. You know, you got to pause for sex and oh, yeah. ice cream. Ice cream. So I'm um, probably walking down to your local little, yeah. little convenience, convenience store, got store. some Bluebell, you know. Oh, well, there's not Bluebell in England. Mm. Mayfield. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they have in England. Gelato. Let's go get some gelato. I thought yeah. that was Italian. Yeah, but it's like all over in Europe. Okay. It's like the thing. The thing. The thing. It's so good. So police were like, what happened? Oh, well, no. A stranger broke in. Lucas's response <laughs> was, why don't you go and look? No. Oh, so that he's got some big old balls. Uh-huh. Like. He thinks he's invincible. It would have taken everything in me as that police officer to not go at that kid. First uh, of all, don't sass me in general like that. Second, don't sass me when I'm about to go find dead bodies upstairs. I mean, at that point, they don't even know. They're just like, right. why are you here? Like, why don't you go go and look? Go and look. Like, what am I going to find? Yeah. Go and look. Go. And it, I mean, like, to be honest. They probably, you know, they're on a missing persons report. So they're not thinking anything other. They're at the first place and he's there. Maybe they're, they're like, skipping okay. class. They're skipping oh, class. Oh, look, they're cuddled up together. Go to Ooh. school, kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're like, okay, well, you're here. Your aunt said you'd be here. What are you doing? Yeah, and like then you can't smart skip school. Alec kids, why don't you go look? Yeah, and they're like. And then you're probably like, what the? <laughs> Is everybody going to go on them? Everybody loaded down? Because you're clearly dealing with somebody crazy at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Officer uh, come like, in my keep house. Keep an eye on them. I'm a good look. Yeah. Officer come busting in my house. Like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. There's yeah. <laughs> some misunderstanding. There's a misunderstanding yeah. here. So police walk back and they find the decomposing bodies of Elizabeth and Katie. So this is on day three, correct? This is on day two. So, okay. Oh, okay. So it was like he... Came, he crawled through the bathroom window at midnight on Wednesday. Okay. And this is Saturday. Friday. Oh, this is Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess two days. 
Yeah, that's two days. Or maybe it was midnight on Wednesday, and then it was Thursday and Friday. Either way, on Friday they were decomposing. Yeah, I mean, blood everywhere. I'm pretty sure that starts pretty quickly. Yeah, and yeah. they said that it smelled. So they were just like literally hanging out. It's Oof. insane. Kim and Lucas were just cool as cucumbers about the whole thing. And obviously there is no question about who did it because they were in the house with and two goes, dead bodies. Go, go look. look. Exactly. Wow. So police took both of them down to the station. And not surprisingly, neither one of them showed any remorse during the interrogation. Oh, yeah. I mean, why would they? Kim said, I was okay with it. <laughs> The fact that it happened so quickly. Gave, Ten minutes. Right. So quickly. So quick. The fact that it happened so quickly gave me peace of mind because it wasn't like torture or anything. Neither of us felt bad about it. My mom doesn't have to deal with me being suicidal anymore. And she doesn't have to wake up worrying every morning to see if I'm still alive. She deserved it. And I'm glad she's dead. Oh, gosh. One detective on the case said the fact of what happened in those 36 hours after and how they carried on as normal, watching TV, watching a film, going upstairs to use the toilet while people are lying upstairs dead, dead, it begs belief or beggars belief. Yeah. Like, this isn't real. And they're 14 years old. They were literally like on a truancy call. Oh, my gosh. So Kim and Lucas were both tried in Nottingham Crown Court in November of 2016 mm-hmm. and sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, because I don't think they do the, like... Death penalty. Yeah, I don't think so. I think yeah. it's just, like, life in prison. But they appealed their conviction. With what? I don't, I don't know what. are you what? appealing with? It wasn't me. I don't know. What's that song? It wasn't me. It wasn't well, me. Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Um... And they got their sentence commuted down to 17 and a half years. No. So that would be 2033 before they are released. Any time that you can take a human life like that. Dude. No, dude. No. no, The Supreme Court, like, in America made it to where, like, it was unconstitutional for a child to be sentenced to life in prison without parole. That's right. That's right. So, like, all of them re- got appeals. Yeah. Reappeal. And, but, I mean, a lot of them are like, nope, we're just going to go ahead and keep you there. Well, I think so, most of them, depending on the heinousy of like, right. the crime. And maybe the age that it was done, and when it was done. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what age you are. If you're going to commit murder as a child, when you're in your prime innocence, that that's just insane. Because, I mean, yeah, you look at your home life, you look at. All of, you know, all of that stuff. And we see where Kim, the mom, no, Kim's the daughter, Elizabeth's mom. We see where she's saying, oh, she strangled me. Oh, she did this. Oh, she did this. But then we find out, well, the mom actually wasn't doing this stuff. That's just, mm-mm. that just shows you it doesn't matter the home life. Like, And I don't know if she did strangle her or not, but the fact that she punched her once and she was like, I have to turn myself in. Well, (sighs) like, I feel so terrible that I literally need to tell somebody that I did this. Yeah, but that also makes you wonder if, oh gosh. Like, if it escalated and she got out of control and she lost her temper again and it happened. She could have. I mean, we don't know. And just because you turn yourself in doesn't mean you don't do other things. Right. But, jeez. I mean, if she was abused, but it's like, I don't, she didn't even say that. Mm -hmm. She's like, she, she was abusing me 
And that's why I murdered her. It was like, I hated her. I felt nothing for her. Now no, she no. doesn't have to worry about me killing myself. It wasn't like were I had to escape my abuse. To do that. Were you ever going to actually kill yourself or you were just... Like, was her suicide attempt even a real suicide attempt or was it like... A, attention seeking. You know, yes, yeah, something. Not saying that there's, you know, people yeah. out there who... And that's just awful. But it's like... And I also found it curious that she would try to kill herself when that would take her away from Lucas. Yeah. When they were going to kill themselves together so they could be together forever. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I don't know. And maybe she would have killed herself. But would she have killed herself without Lucas? Would she have done that to him? Well, she found the note, but never first. found. Okay, never found the note first. Yeah, then this was a separate incident where she actually, like, had an attempt. Mm. I don't know. Especially since they had the plan. Yeah. To... To do it after. Be married, or not married, be together yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Matrimonial death, yeah. basically. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, we're putting too much stock into Shakespeare over here because these kids think they're the modern day Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. It's not the Capulets, the Montagues keeping you apart, guys. <laughs> it's a mom yeah. keeping you from a kid who's thrown a chair across the freaking And who room. came up with an idea to murder your mother. Let's just kill your mom. It'll be fine. Man, you may be and then let's, something here. And let's just go sit and watch Twilight and eat yeah. some ice cream. Mm-hmm. Go bang upstairs, you know. Yep. What is wrong with this world? I know. And they're young as Britain's youngest double murderers. Oh, yeah. Oh, they gave her the murder. Like they said. Yeah. Good. Yeah, because, they I mean, were clearly both she's found in. guilty on the murders. Oh, so she wasn't like a um, murder by association. No. Yeah, that's, that's the word. Wow, good for I mean, good for them. Yeah, you know, both of them being found guilty. But I feel like in that instance, if you're going to find somebody guilty at 14, they're not going to go to prison and rehabilitate. Rehabilitate. It's not saying that you know you can't. Not saying that you can't because you clearly can. But I'm just saying, at 14 years old, if you're already capable of killing. Two people, you might want to keep them there. Yeah. yeah just With no, no remorse, yeah. no empathy, no nothing. Like, it wasn't even like, you're not even sad about it. And you literally said, I'm not sad about she it. She deserved it because I'm suicidal. Yeah. Are you kidding me? She doesn't have to worry about me anymore. Uh-uh. And she was saying, you know, it's, you know, now my sister doesn't have to live with the heartbreak and everything of like my mom being dead. Thinking about so that I'm though. Doing her a favor by I'm killing doing her. her mercy. Right. So do you have any other final thoughts on the <sighs> case? That's just sad. It is sad. To be fourteen years old. I mean, no matter you know, granted, unless you've lived a lifestyle in those circumstances, you know, you don't truly understand. But to be fourteen years old and feel like killing your mother and your sister is the best way to move forward. Mm-hmm. And all because you just think your mom likes your sister better than you. I mean, that's what it seems like. Because like, that's in the beginning. exactly what she said. Like, uh-uh. I was second best. I, second you know, she just liked her better than me. It's like, well. Well, clearly now we see why. Because she wasn't <laughs> planning killing your mom. Yeah. Jeez. Kids. It is so sad. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you have nothing else, then I have nothing else. 
No, dude, so. I just don't even know. I'm not going to watch Twilight. Yeah. I can't watch Twilight <laughs> again without going, oh, Jesus. They watch this post-murder. Post-murder yeah. marathon. And these are known as the Twilight Murders, just for that reason. Oh. Yeah. Did you say that to begin with? And I did I just, not, because I wanted, I didn't want, you know. Okay. Any. The Twilight eluding. Murders. Yep. Lord, have mercy. So, let us know y'all's thoughts um, on the case, because it's nuts. Follow us on Instagram at Murder in the Mountains. Leave a review, rating, whatever, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we will see you next week for another episode of Murder in the Mountains. See ya. Bye.